Welcome to Shay's Pretty Skinny, where we're doing everything but keeping it cute. Today, what are we doing? You know, I always like to talk about what kind of food. It's breakfast, um, but we're going with a little brunch style. So we're having some uh, chicken and waffles. But of course, you know, the chicken is twisted. And so it's actually made out of tofu. Because tofu, you know, it can take on the flavor. So however you flavor it is the taste that you're going to be left with. So I like to take firm tofu. And there's a process by which you put it in the freezer. Because it creates like a, a texture that looks like chicken. And then what you do is go ahead and prepare it like you would normally fry your chicken. Go ahead and um, double coat it. Use the milk. Throw a little hot sauce in your batter if you want, but however you season your chicken. So this turns out well if you have a great recipe, a great seasoning for your chicken recipe. And if you don't, well, it's not going to turn out so tasty. But yeah, um, and then what you do is you actually bake it. You can fry it. I do like it fried. Um, yeah, and what I do is I actually have cubed it before. Um, you could tear it and make it in irregular pieces, and what it looks like are, like, little, um, chicken strips. Or you can cube it, um, kind of make, at, like, at Chick-fil-A, how they have the breast and whatnot. Kind of make it that way. And then top that on the waffle, right? And then, boom, throw your maple syrup across that. Mm, yummy, yum. I think I am going to have to post that. But a couple of days ago, I had posted something that said queens don't cook. I was looking at um, a post from a friend of mine. And he was pretty much doing a reaction to a video of a man saying he had like a little rap or whatnot. Just kind of explaining that, you know, what's going on with women today. Kind of asking that question rhetorically. Asking women, like, you know, can they pick up a book and read as much as they can, like, I don't know, twerk? Um, you know, are they rearing their children? Are they involved? Or are they trying to, you know, be a kid themselves running the streets? Things like that. And so it was kind of that way. But what I was thinking about that is um, there's a lot of talk about being a queen or not, especially in the African-American community. And I speak to that because I am African-American. But... I think we leave out what being a queen means because every queen is not the same. Every queen is not kind, right? Um, you just look at the history of queens and there's such a, a vast array of personalities and behaviors that have been exhibited through a queen. So I think it's unfair to say that, okay, these couple of qualities is going to make you a queen. One person can be a queen to an individual, but not to another individual, you know? So it's what those standards are, and if you meet those. And I think what we forget to do is just go ahead and label what the behaviors are. It's like, oh, you want to be treated like a queen. Understandable. But why are we avoiding um, phrases like emotional intelligence, empathy, um, self-realization, self-talk like why are we not actually using those terms 
and actually explaining what it means to be a queen. I think it's better to say, and what, and I think what people are looking for there is, um, what I hear men saying personally is, I want a woman that I can respect, right? And it sounds like that includes a woman who can prepare a meal, which I think it goes beyond that. I think it's more about being able to provide nourishment, um, like with your children, if they are sick, being able to nurse them back to health. And I think maybe that's what, you know, meal preparation is about as a requirement for men when they feel like a woman is meeting a certain standard, um, a standard to which they want to present their hand in marriage. Um, but I just think we're shying away from very key things that are it's not taught in school and it's starting to be very rare in our, our family units and our interactions with each other as well. And so when I say, okay, queens don't cook, I'm not saying that there's not a need for um, a woman to be encouraged to love herself, to be encouraged to reinforce her boundaries, that she does not have to relax her boundaries because of a a pressure coming from an individual. And that goes the same for males as well. We talk about it a lot from the feminine side, and I do the same because I am a woman. And that that definitely brings me to another situation with the conversation of being treated like royalty or being a queen. Um, I think so much so males focus on the behavior that they want from women that sometimes or most times um, behavior that women are looking for from men is overlooked. And who best to communicate that than male to male, right? Who best to communicate chivalry, um, being a gentleman, uh, how to treat a lady, how to maintain relationships, um, emotional intelligence, because that's an experience that is relatable to another male. So if he sees another male displaying those things and being comfortable with his emotions, it no longer becomes a female thing. And it no longer becomes something that only a woman can do, right? Because every human being has a spectrum of emotions that they experience on a daily basis to whatever frequency that is appropriate for them and how their life is set up. But we all have emotions for them to only be acceptable to be expressed by females um, is quite unfair. Okay. Um, because at this, while women have needs, so do men, how do they communicate them in a way that does not emasculate them, does not make them seem like they have lost the head of the family or that they're no longer able to protect because they're expressing their emotions. So these are the conversations that I think are great to be highlighted, especially from the male perspective, because this is a conversation that is not being had all the time, okay? In relationships, we're constantly saying we want one thing, right? But we're constantly seeking the exact opposite or maintaining a relationship with the exact opposite of what we say we would like to settle down or be with, right? Or commit to. So there's my argument. Um, I think my friend had responded saying, you know, I would definitely love to hear the argument from an individual who is in the sex work. And that's another thing. We focus on a particular group of individuals. 
sex work? Should it be looked down upon or not? That's a question I guess every individual is answering for themselves. But if the main premise is about accepting who you are, where you are in that present moment, um, and being open to continued growth to become your best self, I don't understand why anyone has to feel ashamed if that is their idea, their preference, that is something they want to do, then what shame should I bring upon them for making that choice, right? It's a personal choice for their life. While it may not be a choice for mine, what right do I have to shame someone for making a choice that's different than mine? Um, am I shaming them because I'm not comfortable expressing myself sexually? Am I shaming them because their moral code does not match mine? Am I shaming them because this is the standard to which all individuals should live by? And if that is the case, who has set that standard? Like who has that authority? So it brings about all these other questions. So for me, when I'm going to talk about being a queen or um, displaying queen quality, of individual there is another who is attracted to it okay if you're strawberry there's a lot of people out there who love strawberry if you're strawberry banana there's a whole lot of people out there who love strawberry banana there's no reason okay if you are chocolate for you to try to be strawberry banana there's no reason because there's too many people who like chocolate you know Foster who you are, okay? Put into your personal growth and continue to grow and you will definitely attract what likes your flavor. Again, my grandma had a thing about like those who like you. And that's something that I really had to learn over time, kind of like what that meant. And once you get past, like, definitely, I'm not saying there shouldn't be any physical attraction. Definitely that should be there, which is a conversation about being a queen. Sometimes when people say that, they make it seem like you should shun any type of um, sexuality, sexual desire, expression, you know, that doesn't make you a lady, I believe the exact opposite. Everything about me as a lady says that I can express myself sexually and use that energy in a, for me in a positive way, right? Something that's, that's beautiful and reflective, like not something that I have to hide or be ashamed of. Now, understanding for me personally what that means to, to have that aura and, and have that energy that's something that I want to maintain, right? And because I want to maintain it, then I make choices about partners and things of that sort because I want to maintain this energy. Who am I to dictate what type of energy someone wishes to sustain and how they choose to do that? And I think that's the conversation um, where there's a rebuttal for me as far as being the queen and where the male perspective comes in saying, okay, this is how a queen looks. This is how a queen dresses. This is how a queen should act because it's just so diverse. That is very difficult to say. I think it's more appropriate to say, I'm looking for someone who's emotionally mature, right? Someone who knows how to communicate their love language, someone who knows, you know, 
how to love themselves, someone who knows how to build themselves, how to motivate themselves, right? Because without those abilities, you really run the risk of being in a codependent relationship, a relationship where someone is depending on you to drive all the forces in their life. Like they're motivated if you motivate them, you know, they, they will go to work if you are requiring them to do that. But the best thing that could be done, it's the same sentiment of giving someone a fish, right? You feed them for the day. But if you teach them how to fish, then you feed them for life. And so I think in this aspect of being a queen and addressing women and how they conduct themselves in relationships, in life, in career, in any type of interaction, we are talking about being emotionally mature, um, knowing who you are as a person, knowing how you interact with different energies in a room, knowing how to communicate what your feelings are, knowing how to be in control of your emotions. All those things are what we're looking for. Because once you start talking about those things specifically, then we can actually start talking about, you know, pathways to achieve these things. Telling someone you're a queen and you should be treated as such it leaves so much to be interpreted and it's not making anything clear. Now, sometimes I think we're in that situation because um, those are just things that we don't learn in school and how we're focused, our awareness is just sectioned off and split. We think that we're multitasking, but what we're really doing is just splitting our awareness, right? And that leaves us to feel like we're doing a lot of things and being productive, but we're really like half-assing a whole bunch of things rather than doing a couple of things well. And I say that personally because that's a goal personally for me is something that that I want to do is definitely stay focused. Um, I learned and talked about this thing about the circle of focus. So whatever you're doing for that moment you're completely focused on that thing. And that means in conversation as well. That would be in in any situation. Um, As far as being focused on how to conduct yourself and your personal growth, then there should be time set aside each day for you to fortify yourself, for you to build yourself up. And that's male or female. And that should be supported in relationships, right? And you should be able to communicate those changes to be able to be vulnerable, all those things. So I just wanted to take a little moment to clarify um, the rebuttals. Once I received the rebuttals about why, like I would like to know how does a woman in sex work? I can't answer that question because I'm not in sex work, but I just present the question of why does she deserve less respect as a woman because she's chosen to be in sex work and that's her comfort level and there's an individual who is requesting those services and they're not uncomfortable with it. So in that aspect, the experience that she's providing, he may be able to see her as a queen. That's his queen, you know, and that's something that feeds his experience, his needs, and vice versa, however it happens to work out in the intimate relationship. But who am I to say that she doesn't deserve 
the title of a queen. Um, but definitely, I think as a male, when we when that conversation is being approached, I don't want the conversation to be left out as to, well, what kind of man, and in some cases, king, do I need or want to be to attract the type of lady or slash queen that I'm speaking of? That conversation is often not had. And so from the male perspective, what better way to have that conversation and to communicate that information but from another male mouthpiece rather than each sex uh, pretending to be experts on the opposite and giving advice as to how to proceed, you know? Um, That's just the way I see it. But I welcome all rebuttals, of course. And there's going to be something a little more fun coming up. I'll take a moment to speak about that right now. Definitely because of this conversation and a few conversations I've had with a couple of artists, you know, when I'm doing the music thing. And a couple of artists have come from different places and definitely traumatic backgrounds, harsh backgrounds, street backgrounds. Um, And the most common expression when I ask, you know, what is it about you that you wish everyone else understood? And a lot of those responses have to do with they have emotion to express that they love, that they deserve love, right? But on the surface, as a society, we picture them so tough, right? So hard that it's not something that's required. Or if they show love or emotion, then in some way, um, they are a weaker individual. So the King Me series um, on Station Head will be focused on that, a four-part series, um, a little bit about relationships, um, coming out with the maintenance man topic as well in that series. So I'll announce those, or you can see it on the social media. But I really just wanted to take a moment to explain about the queens don't cook and when you think about you know what queens do in actuality because there's royalty today right and not just um, queen elizabeth so once you take a look at what royalty is involved in you know the vetting process all of those things um it's like is that what you're asking for are you asking for a rubric or a structure that's similar to that how relationships should work that women should be involved in causes, you know, that are important to the surrounding community because royalty, they do that. Um, You know, are we talking about dressing modestly, things of that sort, because those are all aspects of royalty. So it's more about naming the thing rather than the title. Because I think... There's so many, it's diverse, you know, queen could mean anything, but what are the behaviors that are connected to that word? Opening up that conversation and very grateful for men opening up and expressing what it is they're interested in, you know, what it takes to settle down with them. But let's also open up that conversation of what kind of man do I need to be to attract that type of lady, you know? Um, I think that conversation 
should be open both ways and it would be more progressive in that way but any comments definitely send a post send a message it's always welcome any topics of suggestion definitely hit my dm at shady dub thank you